Hello, hello, and welcome to the Relate and Educate podcast. It's Erin Patton here. Today, you're going to get to hear the second of our many episodes from the OSDE's 2022 MTSS Winter Conference. The previous episode, you got to hear from Sarah Kirk, and she is wonderful. We talked about counselor love. This episode, you're going to get to hear from Heather Graham, and I'm going to talk about Heather in just a moment. Before, I want to rewind to talk about the conference a little bit more. I want to kind of go into what else we did at the conference. So we were connected to this conference through our good friend Leanne Campbell. Leanne works at the Oklahoma State Department of Education and I knew Leanne because I taught her two boys at my last school and Rick his son plays football with Leanne's boys and so yeah we go way back and everything but it's only recent that we've gotten to start working with Leanne and partnering with her on things Oh, and she's a dream. She's an absolute dream. And so she loves, she has talked so highly of all of the people that she works with and has gotten to meet at the State Department. And so we, she was introducing us to people right and left. And it was so exciting. And she was incredibly right. All of these people are wonderful. So Leanne, when we talked to her about a month or I don't know, several months ago, um, she was on the podcast talking about social emotional learning. She was a school counselor at the time. Now she's no longer in the school. She works full time for the State Department of Education and she's just kicking it there. She's awesome. Um, Leanne asked if Rick and I would want to be a part of the conference and we were absolutely on board. And then she asked if we also wouldn't mind joining with her for her presentation. She did an awesome presentation on staff wellness and collective care. And it was so great. And it tied just perfectly with what we do at Relate and Educate, talking about like taking care of our teachers and, you know, hearing from you, from the teachers. And so what we got to do is we got to play some of those videos that, you know, served as, you know, proof or served as real life teacher examples of what Leanne was talking about in her presentation we got to hear from actual teachers that we got to talk to and then we got to interject here and there and just it was such a good presentation I am in awe of Leanne she talked about how self-care we cannot just self-care our way out of this because it's got to come from the top down we can't expect the place who is giving us you know a lot of our stress and then telling us to you know take care of ourselves through it that just that doesn't work and so for real true collective care, community care, and for real true staff wellness, it needs to come from the top down. It needs to come from administration, trickling down to principals, trickling down to our teachers. It has to happen like that. And Leanne was just so wonderful relating to all of the teachers and counselors and admin who were in the audience. Um, It was so fun. Like she would say something and then you'd hear, you know, claps and, you know, cheers and people having their input from the audience. I mean, it was just so fun. It was like a masterclass and how to, you know, build a really fun atmosphere. Leanne is just awesome. And so Leanne is the perfect um, segue to our guest today, Heather Graham. Leanne introduced us to her former coworker, Heather. Heather Graham is a former paraprofessional turned K through 12 public ed teacher, turned a uh, part of the Oklahoma State Department of Education, and currently is the Director of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Special Services at Middell Public Schools. 
She's done it all. She's done lots of stuff and she gets to tell you all about it. And Heather talks about her new position um, and how she really works with schools, works with her district to identify issues and works with them to address these issues and to problem solve through these issues so that they can best help this district help their students. And it's really cool because Heather doesn't just like point out all the problems and then walk away. She is in there walking through the trenches with these teachers, with the admin to be able to solve these problems that they have identified in their school. And it's awesome. Heather is really wonderful and I can't wait for you to get to know her. So enjoy this episode with Heather Graham. Amplifying the voices of teachers. This is Relate and Educate. And we're rolling. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And we are back. Who are we talking to? Hi, my name is Heather Graham. Heather Graham, not the model or the actor. Or the author. Or the author. There is an author. Of an author. There are so many Heather Grahams. Oh <laughs> but we have the number one best Heather Graham with us here today, ladies and gents. All right, Heather, welcome to the Relate and Educate podcast. I'm curious, what is your journey to get into education? So, um, I am, I started off as a paraprofessional in, um, Norman public schools okay. and I went back to school and, uh, with, for my master's, mm -hmm. my undergrad is in psychology. And so I got my master's in special education. Okay. Uh, so I was a special ed teacher for about 10 years. What age level? Um, K through 12th. I've done okay. it all. I've done wow. it all. Yeah. Okay. I, actually got out of elementary because one day I came home with three foster children. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a funny story. <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs> They're so yeah. cute. And so after Aww. that situation, I moved to middle school. So gotcha. predominantly middle school and high school. Okay. Fantastic. Um, and so what are you currently doing right now? What are your I, current roles? My current role, I am the director of diversity, equity, and student services at Middell Public Schools. Okay. And what all does that involve kind of? What kind what are some of your job qualifications? It'd probably be easier to tell you what I don't okay, do. <laughs> I do it. All. I do it all. So right now I'm really focusing on um, evaluating or identifying inequities that we have within the district okay. around specifically around behavior right now and yeah. those supports so how can we um, ensure that our policies and our procedures are equitable for all students and really my number one goal this year is working um, building relationships with administrators yeah. and you know, uh, faculty and staff, because this is a new position. I'm only one of five in the state of Oklahoma. Yeah. And so the cool thing is I get to uh, identify my roles and responsibilities. I mean, I do have roles yes. and responsibilities through my supervisor, but how that looks day to day, um, I get kind to, of up to you. yeah, I get to develop that. And so it's really, it's really fun. 
That's great. So why is um, developing good relationships with admin and teachers, why is that such a big goal for you right now? So uh, the number one reason is I am new to the district and um, I have no skin in the game gotcha. whatsoever. <laughs> and so um, I think sometimes when we think about the director of DEI, um, it can sometimes come off as punitive maybe or like I'm the, the police of uh, you know, trying to police practices, and that's not it at all. So really just building those relationships, and it's important that connection yes. and getting to know them on a personal level uh, really helps with buy-in, and that's they good. see that I'm there not to that's police good. them, but come yes. alongside them and help them and support them. Yes. So. And your, your role, I would assume, would be uh, more along the line of identification of issues? Correct. Right, okay. and. Well, that's really wise of you to come in and develop develop trust and then be able to kind of earn your way to, to have a voice in that conversation. Because I would imagine that would be a, a, a tricky at the, at the least, right? Absolutely, because we're going to have um, some hard conversations and um, I want them to feel safe and within the capacity and even within my leadership to have those hard conversations um, and then problem solve around it together and use best practice and use that data. Yeah. Um, so it really, it really goes back to them understanding that I'm there with them and I'm yeah. going to support them. I'm not going to identify the problem and say go fix it, but we're going to walk alongside each other together and help support um, all our students in the district, so. That is great. If, is, go ahead. Well, I'm curious, because it is such a new position, and there, there, you said there's five in Oklahoma altogether? Okay, that's what I was gonna clarify, yeah. how yeah. many, okay. So if other districts are curious about something like this, yes. like what, who do they talk to? Where do they go for more information on how to kind of flesh this position out? So, um, I've actually been working with uh, Dr. Marsha Heron at OSSBA, and she is our leader, if you will, on um, help supporting all of us uh, chief diversity officers within the district. And, you know, according to best practice and, you know, within um, our systems here in Oklahoma, we're really trying to move towards that more of a student support department mm -hmm. or student services department yeah. and really function out of that uh, tiered support. Mm -hmm. And so the great thing about my job is I support 20 schools. There's about 20 schools in Middell and my support in each school looks very different. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. So um, very vastly different. Some schools I call check-in, email, are you good? How can I support you? Um, some schools, I'm there day-to-day. -day. Yeah. Um, truly, it is differentiated and very diverse on how I support them. But that was a long answer to answer your question. <laughs> in the sense, Dr. Marsha Heron, we do have a group, and she has been pivotal in um, supporting me through my journey here at Middell and really letting the data drive mm -hmm. our decisions. However, we got to go back to building those relationships, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then once we build those relationships, we can implement that best practice. So, when you reach out to a school site, right? So let's say it's an elementary school. Who are you contacting? Are you contacting the principal, uh, assistant principal, counselor, teacher? 
Who, who do you reach out to? So this, I've been in this position since uh, June, and I have, I had a goal of making a site visit to every school mm -hmm. in Middell, and I have reached out to every princi principal, and yeah. it's a site visit, that's what I call it, and um, I do have, just for, tr uh, you know, trust and transparency, I send an agenda, and I send a site visit form, and um, I ask for a tour of their building. We just completed, we're uh, completing some of our bond projects um, I believe it was in 2016 or 17 so we've got some new buildings some new schools and asking for a tour meeting their staff and um, just asking some questions just about what's what get it so I can paint a picture of what's going on in their schools yeah. and in my head then at that point I can kind of identify how yeah. I can support them but at the end of the day it's it's on their plate if they want my support yes. right and so sure. um, and that's once where the we, relationship comes in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then once we have that conversation after the site visit, they really get a better picture on how I support them. Yeah. Because diversity, equity, inclusion is a, it, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Like, that is just yeah. like, I mean, so that's much. so much. Yes. Yeah. And so how I've really, and I think that's really, it's been overwhelming for a lot of people. And so what I, my main focus this year has been on uh, climate and culture. Yeah. So really targeting climate and culture within their buildings and trying to get a picture of where they're at and how can I support them in that yeah. in that space. That makes sense. That yeah. covers a lot of bases. Yes, yeah. it narrows it down a little bit uh -huh. so it's not so vast. Yeah. Now, when I'm working day to day, you know, when I'm not out in the field, it's very much so looking at policy, um, identifying if we do have an inequities within our policy. And I'm really just weird and a nerd like that. I love policy and procedure. <laughs> I'm glad that there's people like I, you out there because right. that isn't me. I, I benefit from this. Love it. So yeah. my uh, supervisor is Dr. Rick Cobb. He's been phenomenal. He's the superintendent at Middell Schools. And one day he walked into my office and he said, is that Middell policy all over your wall? I had printed out all these student policies and I was just reading them. And I said, I gotta know the policy, right? Yeah. I gotta know policy. And so the, I spent the first two or three months. And so the joke around the office was like, did you get policy C22 remembered or memorized? <laughs> you know, so that's a big part of my job, kind of behind the scenes of yeah. what I do. Um, I enjoy it, but I really enjoy getting out in the field. That's yes. the fun, fun part building those relationships so that sounds like yeah. it how cool what a cool position I that I never even have heard of before this so I'm so glad I know it okay so at this conference that we are currently at the MTSS winter conference 2022 in Oklahoma what in Oklahoma what are you hoping that people leave here with what are some things that you're hoping that these teachers these administrators who are attending this conference can take back with them so I thought our keynote was wonderful. I think um, one major takeaway is the fact that, um, you know, behavior is a form of communication. And um, we, we, we have to have prevention in place to support our students um, and more restorative practices rather than just immediately suspending our students. Um, and so that, that's something that I'm really passionate about. Mm -hmm. What can we do to support our kids to keep them in yeah. the classroom ultimately? But um, 
you know, taking a step back to think, oh, okay, this this is not okay. They're maybe down in their downstairs brain. I was kindergarten or I was yes. elementary teacher. That's what we always say. You're in your downstairs <laughs> yes. brain right now, right? But just having that awareness of um, that self-awareness of regulation and self-regulation, and then even when our students need that regulation. And yeah. so I'm I'm a huge proponent of that and uh, I think I said several things but no I mean there's great. just so many things to yes. take away I am a huge I fun fact I used to work at the agency okay so prior to this I was um, the director Amanda Sellers and I were the co-directors of school climate transformation okay and so Amanda Sellers and Leanne Campbell we were all on a team uh, a four or five year grant school climate transformation and okay. Jenna Jones and Blair Harrison and Elizabeth Suddeth. So we call ourselves the dream team. The dream yeah. So um, it's, it's, uh, it, this is, it's so fun that yeah. this message is getting out across the state. And I'm so, so glad it's, yeah, it's needed. It's really needed. Yeah. For and sure. you mentioned the agency. I've heard that term several times today. For those that don't know what that is, what is that? Oh, thank you. Um, the State Department of Education. There you go. The Oklahoma the State agent. Department is. The agency. It's a state agency, so we, we I, I've, I've got to be careful about using some of that lingo because <laughs> everyone may not be aware. But yes, it's State Department of Education. Okay. The thank agency you. sounds cooler. It does sound cooler. Honest. It sounds like I'm like a secret like FBA, <laughs> FBI agent or something like the agency. Yeah, I love that's it. awesome. Okay, well we will wrap up. Um, I have a random question for you. Is there anything? outside of education world that you have been consuming lately that you would want to share with our listeners? It could be restaurant, books, podcast, music, anything. Outside education world that has been consuming me. Or just that you've consumed, like I've that you've consumed. enjoyed. Something you want to recommend to the to the wider world. Oh, man, this is love? probably the hardest question. Yeah. Well, here, I'll give you time to think. Um, let me think of one. Um, what have I been? There's. A, I'm one of those people who still watches Survivor. I know it's been going on for a really long time, but this current season of Survivor is awesome. It's so good. They talk social justice issues like every week comes up. It's just makes my heart sore. I love it. So the new Survivor season is mine. Okay. So I'm also working on my doctorate. So there's not a lot of time for anything oh, outside. But that counts though. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> in my free time, I have been binge watching again Breaking Bad. Yeah. I yes. love Breaking Bad. Yes, it's one so of the best we. ever. <laughs> it's uh, have so good. You, since you've, you've already watched the season, I'm sure, the, the, the series, yeah? Have you made it to Better Call Saul? So I started it, but I couldn't get into it because no I missed Jesse so much. Yeah. Jesse oh, was my favorite. You were there for Jesse. I was there yes. for Jesse, and I'm there. I'm here it. for it. But there's also a new movie coming out, and Jesse's in it. Or maybe I've it's heard not that. new, but El, El Camino. The the. the yes. The, yes. Yes. That's a good movie. Is it? It kind of finishes the story for Jesse. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, you've seen it? I've seen it. It oh. came out a year after. Oh, I'm or so maybe behind two the years times. After, um, Breaking Bad, but yeah, it's good. I just rewatched it because I, I went back and I watched Breaking Bad again, and then I watched El Camino, and I'm waiting to get access to the last season of Better Call Saul. Same I love here. it. Okay, I love that one. Yeah. so that's what I'm gonna do over Christmas break. My class <laughs> wraps up in two weeks, so yes. 
I was so sad when Breaking Bad was over. So yes, yeah. that's my. I do like uh, Better Call Saul. Like there were parts of it once I got into it that I like it better than really? Breaking Bad, and I liked Breaking Bad a lot. Okay. So, but you know, I wasn't in Breaking Bad for Jesse, so maybe you know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was there for Jesse. I just yeah. loved his growth. I mean, yes, he, I yeah. He a grew good up and he story. And the, all the adversity that he yes. went through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this little mini podcast session. Oh, is there anything you want to plug um, where our listeners could find you? Yeah. So I'm on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, but... Uh, I don't know my handle. Okay. So. <laughs> so you'll have to search a little bit. Heather Graham. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter, so that's where you can find me. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you, Heather. Thank you so much. Please visit our website at relatethenneducate.com. And if you would like us to come to your school, we would love to get to do that. So go to our website, click on our speaking page, and see what all we talk about. We could come. We could lead some PDs for your school. We also host really awesome workshops. So, yeah, go to our website, get in touch with us, and we want to meet you. Teachers, we are always looking for more of you to get to interview, for more of you to get to talk to so we can all hear your wonderful, wonderful stories because, teachers, you have a story worthy of sharing. So please reach out to us on our website or email us at relatethenneducate at gmail.com. We would love to get to have you and interview you and hear all of your hilarious stories, wonderful insight, anything you have to say on this podcast. All right. And this next request is just like shameless begging and pleading. Please like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Relate Then Educate and on Twitter at Relate Then E-D-U-C and the number one. And then to really, really help us grow, to help this podcast grow on whatever you're listening to this podcast, like us, follow us, leave a review, even share us. That would be so wonderful and so helpful to help us grow. We want to get your voices, your teacher voices out into the ears of other teachers. All right. Finally, I'm going to close with this last statement, teachers. You better have your ears on, sitting up straight. I'm just kidding. I don't care about any of that stuff. Teachers, you are worthy, you are valuable, and you are loved. Bye.